there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Hope everybody had a great Christmas weekend. Thanks to uh, Tim Murray and Sean King for filling in for us yesterday. Coming up today, over the next three hours, we have Paul Allen, longtime voice of the Minnesota Vikings. In an hour, Paul Stone, professional sports better, college football handicapper on the bowl games in 90 minutes. And a little NBA with Jonathan Von Tobel coming up a little bit later on. How was everything? You have a good weekend? Uh, Christmas all right? Okay, yeah. You? Okay. All right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyed sleeping in. That was Great fun. action. Eight games affected by weather. And uh, a crazy finish with the overtime tied in, which we'll get to, to Survivor, which you think Oh, my God. The Steeler game. It was, I was very interested in the Pittsburgh Raider game all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll talk about it. That's yeah. coming up in about 30 minutes. I cannot imagine being Mad Dog 2. Mm. Cannot imagine. No. Uh, last night, not not a lot to talk about from last night's game as the Colts were awful. Nick Foles, no good. I was wrong on that one. I thought that uh, it could actually be an upgrade over Matt Ryan. Not the case. Chargers took care of business like they had to do, Paulie. And uh, they are in the playoffs now, and they are currently the sixth seed. If you fast forward to next Monday, <laughs> and you look at how big that game is now, because that's Buffalo laying a point in Cincinnati. And think about this for a second. The winner of that game... Uh, could get the one seed. The Bills probably will if they win the game. The Bengals could if the Chiefs get a loss. But if the Bills lose to Cincy next week, they go from being the one seed and getting a bye in the AFC playoffs to having to play the Chargers in the first round. Mm -hmm. That's how big next Monday night is. And Cincinnati can be the one, the two, the three, the five, or the six. Yeah. Think about that. All of that's in play. Yep. Yep, that's going to be uh, for all the marbles on Monday night. And watching that uh, that sleep inducer last night, 
Good reminder, Adam Schefter, starting in 2023, Monday Night Football will be able to flex 14 to 18. Weeks 14 to 18, you'll have three Monday night doubleheaders. I can't wait to see how which, they're going to pull that off. Yeah, right. That is, that's tricky business. The last part that you just said, though, is my favorite part. Yeah. I think we're going to start to see more and more of that uh, as we get you know deeper into the uh, NFL seasons every single year. Three Monday night football doubleheaders next year. Yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. Chargers weren't great, but uh, again, uh, Colts might be the worst team in the league without Ryan. I mean, remember how bad they look with Ellinger and what happened when they went to New England and the, the, the eight, nine sacks and how bad it was and, and getting skunked and they couldn't score a touchdown in that game. Saturday now, since Saturday took over, they've been outscored 90-9 to nine in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's also 62 nothing the last three games. Hello. Right. And well, it's good folks, to have the... Think about that for yeah, a second. That's uh, hard to do. And, and absolutely how bad Foles was. And you can't protect them. Uh, no running game. Offensive line's horrendous. And it looked like he hadn't played in forever and rusty, which Aikman pointed out several times, and it's good to have the Chargers back. They're in the postseason for the first time since 2018, and why it's been an up-and-down season for them, certainly when they're healthy, and you got to worry about Herbert in a win-and-go-home situation. I'd, oh, I'd be yeah. nervous. You have to be. You have to be. They have too many. You, you saw the numbers before the game. He hasn't had Williams and Allen on the field together. That's right. And that that's, uh, that's, makes a huge difference with this offense. I, I mean, was concerned they couldn't run the ball at all. Until well, they, I, were, they wore them out in the fourth quarter because the Colts' defense was on the field for so long. Yeah. But uh, they're, if they're going to win a playoff game or two, they're going to have to find a running game. And that, 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 sometimes it appears it's just not there. Well, and that, that part concerns me more than it. Because Herb, Herbert, I have more faith in him than almost any other quarterback in the entire league. I mean, right. He's in the top five, whatever. But the lack of the running game when you need it most. And uh, that's why, again, next Monday night, I mean, if the Bills, if they don't get the bye, they have to face that team? Oh, my God. What a... Yeah. What a massive Maybe. difference that is. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I wouldn't mind Chargers Jags or Chargers Titans. That'd be a good four or five matchup. Uh, right. But, uh, more disappointing team. Colts or Broncos this year? A lot. I mean, the the Colts, they were people thought that they could be a, make a Super Bowl run. Well, Denver was supposed to be a playoff team. That's for sure. I would say Colts because this the, the, the you can explain the Denver thing uh is Russell Wilson just is awful, and one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Yep. And then how they're stuck with them with what they gave up, and then the contract. I mean, Russell Wilson uh, was pathetic this year. Uh, the, that, that's you know the defense was so good, and you're losing games. You're scoring 14 points every week. So. Worst coaching job, um, either Saturday and or Frank Reich. We'll just say the Colts situation, Nathaniel Hackett or Josh McDaniels. And I say that because they were a 10-win playoff team last year. And they won all those close games. And this year, just the blowing leads after blowing leads after blowing leads. I, they have to go with McDaniels. Yeah, that's, that, that's I, 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 I don't blame you. Yeah, you see the talent. You see the blown leads and and uh, what you inherited. You inherited a playoff team. Colts is just easy to explain with how bad the offensive line has been. Okay. But they fooled a lot of people. I thought okay. they'd be a playoff team, too. So did I. And I cannot believe this, but it is Jim Irsay. So he's a total wild card. Yep. And he already told the media this week that Chris Ballard, the uh, GM, is going to be coming back. He also said that, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe Jeff Saturday will be my guy next year, too, which is just astonishing. <laughs> but when you hear Saturday last night talking about what motivates the team after the loss, and when Ursay hears this kind of stuff, he's like, that's my guy. Yeah, I told him, man, just just the product. Listen, effort, these guys lay, lay it out there. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I mean, I told them in there how grateful I am. You know, the defense battling, that's tough. 
It's tough sledding, man. Nothing, you know, nothing to play for. Down, offense isn't moving the ball. Them guys are, they're still laying hat, playing hard. Uh, I take a lot of pride in that. And I tell them, man, I, I'm, I'm so grateful and appreciative of how hard they do try to play. And again, when all things are stacked against you, it shows you a lot about yourself. I think those guys, they are proving to themselves what they are as professional football players. And that's true pros. And I've, I'm grateful for what they're doing. Yep. See, he'll probably win Ursay over with that kind of talk, and Ursay's going to be like, you know what, I watched the film again, which he probably won't do, but he's like, okay, yeah, you're right. I saw those guys. They, we have nothing to play for. They played hard. We're not that good right now. I love what you're doing here as the head coach, and you're going to be my guy next year. <laughs> I'll ask you this, Paulie. Yeah. One person must come back in 2023. Either Jeff Saturday as the coach of the Colts or Derek Carr, quarterback for the Raiders. Oh, no. One has to come back next year. I'd have to go car, but I, that, that's that's a tough decision. I, I want no part of that decision. I would almost lean Saturday. Yeah. Uh, how about you're playing on national television in front of everybody and you're making millions of dollars? Is that not motivation enough? Where's Bright? I mean, come on. Uh, they, they, they have something they, to work I, with. I, I, was gonna, so I was going to say yeah. Carr might be the quarterback in Indy. <laughs> could be. I could see that how Ursa just brings in veteran after veteran. Yeah. <laughs> they, see, but they have parts, right? That's why it was well, so, we thought, though. Well, we thought, but the, the, you don't have a the, chance if the offensive line's that bad. No, the, the, the defense is good. I mean, they've played yeah. their guts out the entire year, and they absolutely have some talent on that side of the ball, even with injuries. But if you go back and, like, I don't know, we were doing this probably in October. The most befuddling part of the entire season back then was this drop-off of the uh, Colts' offensive line. I went back and looked before yeah. the season started when we were talking about this in October. Like, every possible like metric or site that would rank offensive lines had Colts in the top five or near the top five for offensive lines. And they have been a complete uh, disaster this year. Like, how did that happen? And so is that yep. is this a one-year blip? Is that possible? Like, Quentin Nelson was thought of as one of the best players in the entire league, regardless of position. He's terrible this year. Or if they bring in the right coaching staff next year, you would think Saturday offensive lineman, maybe he could improve this. Like, unit... Do they do they bounce back next year or are they suddenly just terrible? I, that's that's they were supposed to be Jonathan Taylor, yep. just fifteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, good offensive line, play solid defense, and not have any turnovers at quarterback. It's been the exact opposite. I can't answer your question. I don't know. Uh, you would think they would bounce back, but that's uh, whatever remains to be seen. The other thing, uh, Sean Payton's going to make a lot of money. Oh my God, a bidding war for this guy. Where it's Denver, anyone will just throw a ton of cash at him. I think he's a he. There's no to me. There's no chance he goes to Denver, and the reason why I say that is because plenty, would, yeah. plenty of other great spots will be available. Yeah, and I have a strong opinion on who it's going to be in Denver anyway. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on in the program. You can bet on this in faraway places. Uh, we have three already this year that came open, so we're probably going to have seven, eight, nine, something like that. Does, he, does Sean Payton look at the Denver spot and say, you know what, I like what I see here with Russell Wilson. I can go there and fix it. Or will other spots with better quarterback opportunities pop up? Oh, yes, it will. No doubt. Yeah, you're right about that. That's three, Paul. Yeah. During the season. It's historic what happened to Hackett. It's only happened, what, four four times going back where a guy, a, a first-year coach can't even make it to the end of the year? Urban, Urban Meyer. Well, that was off. that was just off-the-field behavior and being a jerk. Well, and he's I mean, awful too. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. But th this is just, they probably hired him because they thought they could get Aaron Rodgers and he wasn't qualified yeah. and was. we knew he was in over his head from day one of the Monday night. Game. Oh, no doubt. And it never changed. Yep. And then they just, you can't, you just can't have what transpired on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me.
the defense quits. They're fighting on the sidelines, and it's 51-14 to 14 against a bad Rams team. Yep, yep. I would actually say that Meyer was probably a little bit worse than Hackett, but th- look at this. Well, Petrino's a nut, too. Oh, yeah. Was that the note? He just wrote the note on the door, right? I'll see yeah. you guys. Yeah, that's him taking the Louisville job. I, I know. But look at that. It's happened back-to-back years. And when it happened last year with Urban Meyer, that was the first time in 14 years. And then the gap was 2007 all the way to 1978. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, we're going to have so much turnover this year. And next year, there might be another first-year head coach that goes bye-bye. Yeah. Because they're so bad. Mm-hmm. All right, the countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year. Uh, off with a bang, join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log on to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Then log in again on January 1st, 2023 for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with BetRivers and get not one, but two profit boosts. It's a whole new game. Paulie will run down the betting action from not only uh, last night, but a lot of the stuff that took place over the weekend as well on Christmas and Christmas Eve. Um, a 150 to 1 ticket cashed on Christmas Day and welcome back to the EPL every single bet the same bet cashed in this league yesterday There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Now it gets going. So the semifinals of the playoffs on Saturday. Four bowl games today. Bowl season alive and well. And we have you covered. Pick spreads, totals, every single game. Head to vsun.com. Check out all our bowl betting coverage and become a vsun Pro subscriber. Only $79. You get access to everything we do through the big dance. vsun.com slash subscribe. Good tweet from ML Dogs. 
uh, regarding the survivor as well. Two people had the Bengals available, but didn't use them, thinking with the million-dollar bonus. But uh, they went with the Lions instead. They were eliminated. At what point during the year do you say, because here, here's the way Derek Stevens again works the bonus, right? He goes back and he says, if you want to, he does something different with the two Super Bowl play, uh, teams from the year before. And this year it was, mm-hmm. if you avoided them the entire year, you would get a million-dollar bonus. So that's what they were a- aiming for. Uh, and then you you were down to 14 people for $6.1 million. And you said, no, I want to go. I want to keep them for the bonus. And I'm going to take the Lions instead of the Bengals. Now, again, we're playing Monday morning quarterback here on a Tuesday morning. But you, you're the hottest yeah. team in the league. I also... The Bengals, really, I love the Bengals. But imagine, imagine if you had them in Survivor. I mean, that game was over. Well, go ahead. Were you, no, I was just going to say, I mean, it's... When the entries came out, I said the same exact thing. Yeah, no Bengals? No Bengals. Yeah, now, no there, there is a reason why I did not take Cincinnati in the Super Contest this week, and it was minus three. I know you loved them. Yeah. I thought everybody was going to be on Cincinnati. So I wanted to avoid that one in case it didn't get there. Burrow toyed with them for three quarters. Oh, he was fantastic. Then the silly, t- they just are beat you, themselves. Are you concerned term. about how... Yes. Okay. Playoffs? My Chiefs ticket? No, 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 no. I was going to say the Bengals running game. Yeah. Much like we well, talked you about have the Chargers key, an hour ago. Yeah, you have a key injury on the offensive line. I am with you with McPherson having the yips. Ooh, no ooh. confidence. No. No confidence, right? I mean, he missed two extra points. Man, how that has flipped in a year. And then he missed the chippy field goal, and they couldn't put him away. But Burrow's an assassin. Oh, he's, and just with the Higgins and Chase and just carved up a Belichick defense like that. You don't yeah. see that every day. No, good What secondary. he was able to do. So, well, it's an, first things first, how important that game is Monday. But, uh, uh, if you get the one or the two seed, yeah, I don't want to see this guy coming to town. Oh, my God. The AFC at the top is absolutely loaded. God. It's incredible how these games could play out and the matchups we might get in, the, in just on can, that side of the bracket. Can I get Cincinnati, Baltimore, round three? Can I get that? In week one of the playoffs? I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Ravens lose out. Are you, are you saying because you want the Bengals to get knocked see, out? Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think Baltimore with Lamar Jackson can beat them. They beat them in the first meeting. I'd like to see that. Uh, well, I'm with you too. Cincinnati, Los Angeles would be a great first round game, but I was uh, very surprised. No one who, who, was Cincinnati okay, let me ask you against this. the Patriots. If you're the Bengals and you don't beat Buffalo on Monday night, and if you could pick the team that you wanted to play in the first round of the playoffs, would you rather see the divisional opponent in Baltimore or the Chargers? Let's say you're you're hosting the game. Either way, I could, can I be the oh? Those oh. are the two teams. I could I could I could also get the five. I could blow the division, I guess, and get the five and play Jacksonville. Isn't that that? Uh, there's a lot of things in play here with where they could wind up, but that's I wouldn't have a problem going to Jacksonville or okay, Tennessee that, if I'm Cincinnati. That's fine. I'll, you can have that and as then, an option then too. Okay. You, you prefer to go on the road then? No, give me you know. I want to be at home, but still, it, I'm all the I'm going through all the scenarios here. Right. Okay. Uh, would you? I don't know. Would you rather go to Jacksonville? Yeah, I'd rather be at home against the Chargers, but I, I don't think I'd have, I'd have any problems going to Jacksonville, though. Yeah, that that. So I'm going back and forth right now in my head with that question too, because it's like part of me says I want absolutely nothing to do with Justin Herbert at all in the first round of the playoffs. Stay away. You're not welcome to Cincinnati. But the other part's like, really? You really you want seriously want to take on the Ravens again for a third time in your division? And yeah. How well they know you? Yeah. 
And that can be tricky as hell. Yeah, I'd love to see that. That'd be a hell of a game. You just got to you got to get Jackson healthy here and get Jackson back. Well, the other thing too, I know Burrow was Superman and how we play. They had no business beating Tennessee in that in that second playoff game. I mean, that was all McPherson. Well, it was. They, they, they sack also, him eight times in that game. Tannehill threw three picks, and McPherson's hitting fifty-two yard field goals. That's the brilliance of. Uh, and, and the funny thing is. It flipped on this team, right? Because generally speaking, they make unbelievable second-half adjustments with the defense. This past week against the Patriots played out the exact opposite way. But look at what happened against KC. Down big in the first half, on the road, and Arrowhead to go to the Super Bowl. You're taking on Mahomes, and they did nothing in the second half. Yeah, yeah. That's where they're tremendous. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, if... if boy, My God, the Patriots can still make the playoffs? Well, the, do you as want, bad as they've been? And how bad is this beat going to be if the Dolphins... The Dolphins have gone over their win total yet. They were eight and three. It was eight and a half. Yep. The Dolphins have to get another win. And I don't know if I want the Dolphins in the playoffs with no tool. Although I, T- Teddy's fine. That's okay. The Steelers can still make it. They are live to make. Yep. Think about that. Tomlin has still never had a losing record ever. What if they win the next two games? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and they a, and they somehow squeak in. That's a big one Sunday night. Yeah, sure. Boy, Tomlin loves kicking field goals fourth and short, doesn't he? Oh uh, yes, doesn't yes. Matter, for a long, long where time. it is on doesn't matter where it is on the field. That game, if you go back to right. week, uh, what is that now? Week 15, they, they toyed with Carolina. That was such a bad effort by the Panthers in that game. That meant everything for, for that division and for the Steelers' chances because they're not going to make the playoffs without that win. Well, it's like Tyreek Hill said, I'll put up numbers with you, with the media guy, so it won't matter. So if they, see if they can get a win here with Teddy. But then, then you, I'm telling you, that what, what a 24-hour stretch for the Jets. They were dead and buried, right? Zach Wilson, oh, God, we're stuck with this guy and right. finish out the season. Can Mike White get cleared? He's cleared. Two was out. It's wide open for the Jets right now. It would still need uh, you know, another uh, team to lose. Oh, that's... But, but if, if Buffalo needs the game, New England will not win in Buffalo week 18. That's true. So there you go. So the Jets could be your seventh seed yeah. too. Well, and the way the AFC is shaking up right now, if it, if it lands, if we get Jacksonville – and the Jets, instead of like Tennessee and the Patriots or the Dolphins, that is going to be even, it's going to be 10 times better. Yeah. Because, again, when you rank the teams that you don't want to see, in the uh, who wants to play the Jets with that defense if they're healthy? That defense can shut down almost any offense in the entire league. Almost. So they would be a dangerous out. Again, you plug Jacksonville at the four rather than Tennessee? Okay. Yeah, my, Willis isn't going to beat anybody. No, no way. Right. Absolutely no way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping Tennessee they do not make the playoffs. They're not going to be dangerous, and the Jets I think would be if they got in. You're looking at if if that's going to be the seven Jags at the four, Ravens five, Chargers six, Jets seven. Oh, mama! How about three potential playoff games week eighteen? Packers Lions winners in losers out. Jets uh, Dolphins. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee for the division. Yeah, this is nuts. What do you think of the, the NFC? I don't know what the hell is going to happen in the NFC. If Seattle and Washington lose this week, and the Lions and Packers win, the Week 18 game would be a win and in game, mm-hmm. and probably your Sunday night flex. And uh, so, by the way, this yeah. goes back to our conversation mm-hmm. of do not bet the Packers to make the playoffs last week because oh, the number was so wrong. It's plus one sixty now. Yeah, that's they need, asinine. They needed everything to go their way, and it did. Yeah, and it did. So if you were betting them on the rollover parlay and the other things to happen, well, then you're making much more than 6-1 to one at this point. I bought a ticket on them at 220-1 uh, to one when everybody right. lost on right. Christmas Eve. Right. You got Okay. Now, I will say this. This is now an absolute 100% media creation. 
Uh, the last 24 hours, it's like, oh, don't let them in. Let the Packers stink. They can't stop the run. They're not a good the offense team. is broke. The 49ers would embarrass them. That yeah. is a horrible right. matchup for Green Bay. If yeah. they, oh, if they're in, well, they're, come on. Aaron Rodgers got a lousy playoff record to begin with. The one and duns and getting beat at home in one seeds. And the 49ers would just punch him in the mouth, and, and that'd be it. That'd be a bloodbath. They can't stop the oh, run. How about that, though? 15-0 going back in December? They do not lose in this month. That is something. And now the calendar but, flips against the Vikings. Wow, well, again, everything went their way, though, too. I mean, this is well, here's the, the, the thing, two right? a concussion, and then the Mostert fumble was enormous. Right. Uh, the, uh, the Sanders missed field goal. But there's, I mean, here's oh. the reason why I bought him at 220. It was on yeah. prop swap, by the way. You can still buy in the state of Nevada. You can't sell. You can still buy uh, I bought a ticket at 220 to 1. The market was like 170, 175. Okay. After they won the game, they dropped between like 70 and 120 to 5 to 1. Now I saw 50 to 1, which is outrageous. But if they get into the playoffs, they can. if they're the seventh seed and Minnesota gets the two, if that does shake, like I don't think it will, but if it does, they could absolutely go to Minnesota and win that game. Well, yeah, it's a pick them. And then I'm live. That scenario, yeah. The scenario where the Niners are the two seed, then I could do something. Which I there, think yeah. that'll happen. That's going to get buried. But uh, you're you're a pick 'em in that game, and then you have to beat the Eagles. Yeah, I wouldn't like the chances there. That didn't go well the first meeting either. No, it, it would not the second time either. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, they're just they're, they're, you, you've seen, you you know Paul you played out again with the passing game. It's not easy to watch. No. They don't have weapons. Rodgers is not even close to the same guy that he was last year no. or the year before. Tua handed them the game. And he, yeah, we caught him a break because of what happened. Shouldn't shouldn't Tua take himself out? I mean, think about. Well, it. I don't know. I mean, I mean he, if you you know, don't you know you have a concussion? Uh, it's a. I don't know. That's a great. You would think he has yes, to be, but I think you're so. Have you ever had one? Yes, many I, times. I, I had one. You know, bad. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, but I don't know if you recognize you're concussed. Like every, it was like every ten seconds. Like what happened ten seconds ago? I well, couldn't remember anything. The throws were so terrible. Oh, like, there's got to be something wrong with you, them. Yeah. How do they not see that on tape? The guy's head got pounded off the ground. Yeah, I know. You can't see that in the second half? Be like, hey, we got to get him the hell out of here. Listen, this is a cast of thousands. These network guys, these broadcast teams are doing a horrible job. They don't point that out. There was a face mask on Green Bay in the red zone. They picked the flag up without an explanation. They don't mention it. I mean, what are these guys playing grab ass in the booth? Do your job. Someone's got to say, hey, how about that? There's no explanation. Yeah, what bothers me is you have a sideline reporter on every one of these games. That too, absolutely. When there's an injury, get, get, come on, that's part of the deal. Yeah. Go get an answer for us, please. Up next, we are finally starting to see a gap for most of these uh, NFL awards. Will a current heavy favorite end up losing? We'll kick it around coming up here and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook going live in Ohio on Sunday to celebrate all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when you sign up. Five lucky customers will win a $100,000 free bet as well. What would you do with $100,000 in January? Get up there now, DraftKings, and uh, be a part of that in Ohio and welcome aboard. Good question. What would you do? Hundred thousand right now on a free bet. Yeah. On a super, would you put it on a Super Bowl future? You know what I like? 
Would you go Giants money line this week against the Colts? <laughs> you could do that. It's Would not you do bad. That one? Uh, not bad. How about this? I'm trying to find it. DraftKings didn't have it up. Who will be the one seed in the Western Conference? I love the Nuggets. I got to see the Remember, I gave that out before the year uh, and uh, was able to get down on that. Denver to be the one seed in the West. What Joker is doing and the schedule, a lot of home games coming up. Uh, this is this is ridiculous. We'll do it in an hour. Actually, before. like this is the, the, the he, he's going to win the MVP again. Well, I, I missed that. I went to. I was. This is like, crazy. I, I was going to bet like eight to one, hoping <laughs> bye I could find it. Bye he's bye. like down to four. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five eleven. He's averaging twenty five eleven and nine, and shooting sixty one percent. His numbers are better this year. <laughs> yes, and he's won it two years in a row. Yes, I, I don't right. care what vo- voters yeah. cannot ignore this thing. Uh, well, I, I have to mention it because we, we we brought it up. When he's on the floor, their offensive rating is 122. The defensive rating is 111. When he's on the bench, the offensive rating is 101. The defensive rating is 115. They're outscored by 14 points per 100 possessions. It's a 25-point swing. It's incredible. When he's on off the floor. It's, 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 it's stupid. It really that is. That is stupid. Yep. It's impossible. I think you're right, Paul. I think he's going to win it again if he yeah. stays healthy. Well, they, you know, the 47, 15, and 15. Well, that'll 40, do it for He had you. a 40, 27, and 10, a 43, 14, and 8. What is this? This is make-believe, right? It really is. Can't be. I mean, if, that's the thing about the NBA MVP this year. Do not do not waste your money betting long shots. It's gonna. It's down to like four guys now, right? It's down Good between Kirk. Joker, Tatum, Luka, and, and Giannis, and that's it. Yeah. I know people are going to say Durant might have a chance, or Embiid, yeah. or some other, like Zion. I... If Luke, or I'm sorry, if, if the Joker does this, how do you make a case for no. anybody beyond those four? Well, and these guys are well aware of, 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 of these numbers as well. So yeah, I'm totally with you with this Green Bay thing. At some spots, they're plus 190 to make the playoffs. I mean, that that's just, you, can, you can't even bother with that. Uh, Seattle plus 280. No, I think that ship has sailed. I, I agree. Washington plus 165. See what they do. I think Rivera said tomorrow. He will by tomorrow. He'll know what they'll do at quarterback. What yeah. would you do? Of course, they're the first team to score more than 17 on San Francisco during this stretch. That was just a weird game. I'd probably go Heineke. You would? Yeah. Let's not forget how bad it was with Wentz. True. Let's not, let's not forget what, what uh, Rivera was saying about his quarterback when nobody even brought it up to him earlier in the year. What's the difference? How come these other first-year yeah. coaches are getting... Oh, quarterback play. Well, who's that a shot at? Yeah, right. Well, that is a tough game, though, because now all of a sudden... Watts, again, what is it, three touchdowns so far with Watson in there? That's it, only That's three it. touchdowns? Stefanski with the Garrett business. This guy went from coach of the year, cats me out of maybe being gone, how bad it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. That's a tough game with Cleveland and Washington. Lions plus 320. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Just give me a play-in against Detroit. A Detroit-Green Bay, rather. That uh, Give me that to well, start. Well, Paulie, unfortunately, it was all set up for this team like on a silver platter it was. going into the weekend. Right. And uh, they just got lambasted by Carolina. And it was a tough spot. I mean, back-to-back road games, I get it. They're better at home than they are on the road. But they excited a lot of people, rightfully so. I'm with you. I'd love to see this team get into the playoffs. But that was just a bad overall performance. Uh, in the comments after the game where, where Campbell just said, uh, you know, we weren't ready and they punched us in the mouth and we didn't respond. And remember, he said the comments, he was asked earlier this week about, will there be a letdown? And he said, no, that would have happened last week. Because that's when everyone was coming yep. at us and you're so yep. hot. You guys are playing great ball, and then you went out and and were awesome. Uh, but this was, yeah, that was that got. I don't. I don't think they're in a hurry. I don't think they're going to go to Lambeau and win the game. If they have to have the game, that's going to be flexed no. out on Sunday, and yeah. I think Green Bay beats them. Goff in the elements. This was before the Tua news. Certainly a 
Miami was was minus 190 to make the playoffs. Well, God knows now what it means, how that number is changing, what it means for the seven seed in the AFC. I think I saw plus 225. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, if they can't win another game and stay under the win total. What were they, when they when they were 8-3? Eight, eight and three. $9? That sounds about Probably right. Probably higher. You're 8-3? and three? Playoffs? Yeah. Pats, 6-1. to one. Before the Tua, Giants minus nine dollars, Pittsburgh ten to one. They were twenty-five to one recently. Yeah, Pittsburgh, and I don't see Miami right. on the board right now, and that's fine. Okay, the awards. You yep. mentioned how this has changed, and it's just—it's out of control, week to week. Oh, one guy okay. plays well, the other. This can't go on. I—I I, I don't like the way the market shifts like this, just based on a simple win or a loss on the on the on the team record. Doesn't make any sense to me. Now, we did point out, like, middle of the season, you do not want to lay heavy favorites. Like when Micah Parsons was minus $10 to win the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. There's, come on, that's silly. There's a lot of football left. Anything can happen. Or Geno Smith, again, we're screaming from the mountaintops. How is he $9, but Jared Goff's not on the board? It made no sense. Then Jared Goff came on okay. the board. And then after a loss last week, Saquon Barkley moved from, like, 2-1 to one or 3-1 to one to 25-1. to one. Like, wait a second here. That's completely out of control now. You need to fire on Barkley at this point. Now, Bar- huh. Barkley's going to win this award. You think so? Oh, yes, I do. Really? G- and Geno Smith is not going to win that award. I'm, I could not be any stronger on that last comment. Okay. So you have William Hill, Geno plus 175, McCaffrey and Barkley plus 180. At DraftKings, Geno's plus 175, Barkley's plus 175, McCaffrey's plus 250, and now Goff is 8-1. Uh, to one. Right. I mean, some books don't even didn't even list Goff, and then they put it up there, and then, you know, Goff, the numbers look good against Carolina. There was a fumble in the red zone, which changed the game. But, sure. So now that's, I, I am with you on Geno Smith. I mean, unless he does a great performance and beats the Jets, I can't see it. And we're forgetting about McCaffrey, though, too? No, McCaff- McCaffrey can win. He can. I think you're, it- you're right, but you can't go from 25-1 to one to the co-favorite in the span of, what, one, two games? That's the thing. You went, you went from two or three to one to 25 to one, now back to two. To, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I think it's probably, I think Barkley wins, but I think it's Barkley and McCaffrey probably at this point. Uh-huh. And again, the reason, I, I don't think Goff's going to win, but he should have, uh, that thing that we did two weeks ago, he had to be on the board. That was our point. And G- Gino never, ever should have been, like, wow. It's a fake number. Yeah, come on. Another horrible interception. Uh, that hurt my feelings. You're down. Four, uh, yeah. You're down 14. You're driving. I don't know who he's throwing the ball no, to I in know. the end zone. Uh, but that's uh, and he didn't have Lockett, so that's big. But Purdy is now seven to one, offensive rookie of the year. He's, oh. he's got two games left. Again, he's putting up numbers. Huh? There he is again. Right? Never saw him with uh, Lance and Garoppolo. Kittle. Oh. Look at this. Though. How dangerous is this offense when you're using Kittle like that? Good luck. Good luck stopping that. Totally agree. Yep. Yep. And and Walker played well on the loss, though, too. He, had he did. A, he had more than 100 yards. He had 100 yards. yards so. I think Walker can win it. Uh, I think Watson probably is out of it now. He got hurt. They were trying to get him a touchdown like multiple times again in that game. Yeah, he blew it. Yeah. By the way, here's Kip. You see this? Kittle, uh, great soundbite. He's a, he's a very funny dude as well. Awesome tight end. He's uh, talking very glowingly about his quarterback uh, after the last win. I mean, Brock's confidence that he brings in every single day makes us all very confident. Um, we know that he's going to make plays with his legs. Uh, he's fantastic about rolling out, keeping his eyes upfield. I mean, he's, he makes guys miss in the backfield. He's such an athlete. He's good with the football. He doesn't make stupid throws. I mean, you can just tell he's taking 
tens of thousands of rep, tens of thousands of reps at quarterback, and um, that's. I think it's very helpful for him right now, and it's a reason that he's been able to step in this late in the season and play at a high level. I think it's probably down to the top three guys on the board. What a story. Although Wilson did nothing in the game on Thursday night. Well, he's $2. He gets a break, though. He does? Well, it's Zach Wilson. I mean, what do you not? The fumble was a fluky play. Guy coming up with the karate kick and oh, yeah. knocked the ball out of him. I, I will say this. I don't know how voters look at games played. Yes. If I'm a voter, I would not give it to Brock Purdy. Not a big enough. Okay. He didn't play enough games. Right. But I don't vote, so maybe others look at it like I don't care. Yep. I'm down the stretch too good. And appreciate the response. Uh, your idea was awesome with the uh, tr tickets under the Christmas tree. What oh. do you want to cash? So I cannot believe how many people emailed or tweeted in the Jefferson Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good one. Uh, offense, excuse me. Offensive Player of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's $8 now. Eight. Eight. Well, he broke Moss's record, and he can, he can break the record. You can break Megatron's record yeah. too, but congratulations! I you the thirty to one twenty. Not, well, I don't want to say that, but I'm surprised, pleasantly surprised by how many people have that ticket. So, I, I, by the way, I will say this: if Justin he has eight touchdowns, I think if Justin Jefferson had like fifteen touchdowns, he would not win the award. But I'm telling you right now, he would be probably top three, top four for the MVP. It'd be Cooper Cup all over again from be. last year. Yeah, but be. I got news for you. Right, He's right. putting up better numbers. Yep. And one more defensive player of the year. Oh, my God, how this changed. Exactly right. Bosa's now 1-10. to 10, yep. And higher than that in some and spots. And he, he not now, with only a couple of games huh. left, he's winning that clearly. I mean, come on. Yeah. Parsons was 1-10. to 10 He was. A month ago. And that's when it was completely out of control. <laughs> you can't make a guy 1-10 no. to 10 in October to <laughs> yeah. win an award. Yeah. I totally agree. Well said. Mm. What a crazy year. Crazy. And that Love one, it. yeah, that one's going to cost me because I have Parsons at a nice number. Up next, bowl games with professional sports better Paul Stone. He likes three bets on today's show. And uh, where does he stand now that the playoff games are finally coming up this week? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.
This is Follow the Money on VSEN. We have you covered at Bet Rivers. Start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log into BetRivers.com or download the app on December 31st and you get a 22% profit boost. Log in again January 1st for a 23% profit boost. Celebrate and get two profit boosts. That's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Good friend of the show, Paul Stone, joins the program now. Professional sports better, great college football handicapper as well. He's on Twitter at Paul Stone Sports. Good morning, sir. Happy holidays. Thanks uh, for the time as always. Well, now that the uh, the week for the two playoff games is finally upon us here, do you have any thoughts or bets that you like between TCU and Michigan or Georgia and Ohio State? Well, I do, Mitch. You know, uh, Georgia-Ohio State, this game going to be played uh, Saturday night, the second of the two semifinals to be played Saturday night there. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, about 75 miles from University of Georgia's campus there in Athens. And this is the third time this season that Georgia has played at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So they have some familiarity there, and they've played well here so far. Beat Oregon uh, 49-3 in the season opener. Uh, and then beat LSU in the SEC championship game 50-30 to back on December 3rd. So you've got a Bulldog team that's going to be playing really close to home. No question that Ohio State fans are going to be there in mass. You know, nobody travels better. Uh, but you still have to expect Georgia's going to have a, uh, an advantage in the stands. But regardless of where this team plays, uh, this is a Georgia team that really has no clear weaknesses, in my opinion. You look back to that game on October 1st against uh, Missouri. They trailed by 10 points early in the fourth quarter. They rallied to win that game 26-22. to Since that game, they've won their last eight games by slightly more than 25 points a game. They've won all those eight games by double digits. I look at this Ohio State team obviously coming off the uh, disappointing 45-23 home loss to Michigan in this regular season finale. But in their last two games, the Buckeyes, they've given up 75 points. They allowed 30 points to Maryland the game before Michigan. Uh, They've given up a total of 932 yards in those last two games, 7.3 yards per play. Georgia, man, when it's it's showtime, I just think they're going to hit all the buttons. This Ohio State defense is a little bit better under Jim Knowles, their first-year defensive coordinator, but I don't think their championship caliber better. I like Georgia minus six and a half over Ohio State. And then in the other game, Michigan currently favored by seven and a half over TCU with a total of 59. I don't have a great opinion here. I kind of lean towards Michigan. These lines will probably start moving, you know, Friday, maybe early Saturday would be my guess. If I'm a Michigan, potential Michigan backer, uh, I'm going to wait until the line moves and hope to get seven. I think Michigan's going to be able to run the ball uh, on the Horned Frogs. The Horned Frogs only ranked 69th uh, in rushing defense this year. Blake Corum, Michigan's top back, out due to a knee injury, but their backup, Donovan Edwards, more than capable, rush for almost 900 yards this season. 7.5 yards per carry. Uh, Michigan just won its second straight Joe Moore Award. Uh, symbolic of having the nation's top offensive line. So they typically control the offensive uh, line of scrimmage. So if I'm a Michigan supporter, which I, I'm going to, the way I'm going to approach it, I'm going to see if it goes to seven. If it goes to seven, I'm taking Michigan. Very good. Okay. How about bowl games that we have before the two playoff games? Coming up uh, tomorrow in the Liberty Bowl, we have Kansas taking on Arkansas. 
The Razorbacks are three-point favorites. The total here is a high one at 68.5. I do see a 69 on the board as well. What is your handicap here, Paul, of the Liberty Bowl? Yeah, you know, opt-outs, uh, Mitch, are such a big part of handicapping these bowl games. And I don't know if any team's been, been more negatively impacted by opt-outs and, and NFL draft persons than Arkansas. They reportedly have had 23 players enter the transfer portal since the offseason. Uh, you know, some of those minimal contributors, but some of those uh, players as well that have contributed uh, among the uh, notable Hogs who are going to be absent uh, against Kansas, their top linebackers, Drew Sanders and Bumper Poole. Uh, wide receiver Jaden Hazelwood has opted out to concentrate on the draft. And somebody not getting as much attention, but I think a, a substantial uh, loss for the Razorbacks, their center, Ricky Stromberg. He started more than 40 games during his Razorbacks uh, career there in Fayetteville. Their starting center, Stromberg, also opting out. Kansas gets off to the 5-0 and start, stumbled down the stretch. They lost uh, six of their last seven. But this is a Kansas team. They've been a Power 5 doormat for a long time. Hadn't even played in a bowl since 2008. I think they're the hungrier, hungrier team. I think they're going to have all t- uh, hands on deck. I like Kansas plus three. I think the Jayhawks went out right. Okay, how about the cheese at Bowl with Florida State? You know, it's hard to uh, gauge kind of the impact of momentum on the bowl season, but this is a Florida State team that after they had three straight losses the first three Saturdays of October, they regained their footing nicely uh, and finished the regular season with five straight victories. Only one of those five victories by fewer than 25 points. They were playing top 10 caliber football, in my opinion, uh, at the conclusion of the regular season. Oklahoma, another team heavily impacted by opt-outs and uh, NFL draft uh, persons who are concentrating on that process. The most notable running back, Eric Gray, rushed for almost 1,400 yards. He won't play for Oklahoma. Their two starting offensive tackles won't play. Their top interior defensive lineman, Jalen Redmond, won't play. This is a Florida State team angling for a top-10 preseason ranking in 2023. Sooners might keep it close for a while, but I think Florida State pulls away the Seminoles by two touchdowns or more. Very good. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better, college football handicapper Paul Stone is our guest. His podcast is called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. And then again, on thir- by Thursday is a really good day for bowl games. It's yeah. the Alamo Bowl at night. Texas takes on Washington. Okay, a couple things here. Where did this number open up at the absolute peak? How have you bet it so far? If you're on the dog, did you take any money line with Washington, and how would you bet it today with the current number? You know, I took on uh, December 5th there at Circa, Monday, December 5th, when they posted their openers, I took Washington plus seven. So one of the better tickets that I have, um, I did not take any money line. I do regret it at this point, and I've kind of lost the value there, so I probably won't. But today we see uh, Texas currently favored by only three and a half, a total of 67 and a half. But I still like the Huskies. I mean, this this team, they really played uh, well down the stretch. They finished the season, the regular season, on a six-game winning streak. Uh, That included three-point victories over Oregon State and at Oregon. And clearly the key to their success this year, 4,300-yard passer Michael Penix, Jr., uh, uh, out of the transfer portal from Indiana. Actually, Kalen DeBoer, the second-year head coach there at Washington, he was Penix's offensive coordinator at Indiana 
during Penix's uh, uh, freshman year there. So kind of a reunion of sorts. One of the nation's most prolific offenses uh, does Washington have. They rank in the top six in scoring, almost 40 points a game, total yards, 513 yards per game, yards per play, 6.8 yards per play, and passing yards, 377 uh, passing yards per game. Then on the Texas side, they're going to be without their top player, tailback Bijan Robinson, gained almost 1,600 yards rushing this season. He'll probably be the first back taken in the April NFL draft. His backup, Roshan Johnson, he had almost 2,200 career yards rushing. He's also opted out. So true freshman Jonathan Brooks, who's played just a little bit, probably gets the start. Then on defense, linebacker, uh, kind of the spirit of that defense, DeMarvion Overshawn. He's opted out to concentrate on the draft. 96 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, four sacks, a lot of you know production there as well. I like the current trajectory of this Washington team. I think they're going to be the more inspired team in San Antonio. I think the Huskies not only cover the three and a half, but beat the Longhorns uh, this Thursday. They're on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. That is a great breakdown and analysis. Uh, best of luck this week with the bets, sir. We appreciate it, and uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. Loved, uh, have loved being on uh, each uh, each week with you guys this year. And y'all have a great uh, conclusion to the bowl season. Thank you. Back at you. There you go. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so, boy, did he make a great case for Washington. Yeah. Also grabbed seven on the opener. And now we've, I mean, true freshman at running back. You take away all of that usage and all of those uh, reps and yards between Robinson and the backup. That That's going to be a massive drop-off. He talked about the defensive players as well. I'm with them on that. I think Washington probably wins the game outright. Did you watch the Hawaii Bowl? I think I'd San Diego State. I, I watched some of them out. It, it, you look at the rushing my, yards. What was it minus 65 yeah. yards rushing from Middle Tennessee, and they yeah. won the game? Yeah. It's, that can't happen. <laughs> it, it shouldn't. Uh, it shouldn't happen, like that, last night with the Pistons. But That was a rough night on, on Christmas Eve of watching games. Yeah. That one and the Raiders-Steelers game. Oh. Ugh, boy. Sunday night was a tough watch. Last night was yes, a tough it was. watch. Yep, yep. The prime time. What do you think of the bowl games in general? I'm betting nah, them, but no. uh, nah, not much. All the, the the lack of juice this year for all time high. Yep, I know it's going to be like that every year moving forward, though. With with opt outs, well, opt outs, yeah. The coach is getting fired and leaving. Whatever. I yep. know. Up next, Nathaniel Hackett was such a bad head coach in Denver that he was incapable of making it one full season. Odds are out for the next Broncos coach. I would very much like to fire on a couple of these names. We'll tell you who they are coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, only $79. Get access to everything we do through the big dance of the madness. Sign up today. You also get $20 to buy hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at the online store. You get every play, every host from every guest. Limited time offer. Good gift. And become a VEASAN Pro and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of the madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. NBA here. little post-Christmas uh, discussion with... VEASAN's senior NBA betting analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, here on the program. Happy Christmas, buddy. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How's everything? It was good. My Christmas was great, Mitch. You know, it was fun hanging out with you. I did see you on Christmas Eve. 
<laughs> we watched games <laughs> yes, for a little bit anyway on we Saturday did. in the did. NFL. Uh, Left early because he couldn't hang. Hey, mm. did, did you did you bet the Nets last night? Um, and overall, your yeah. thoughts on where this team is at right now because uh, it's a pretty good story right now, and Durant's playing out of his mind. Uh, no, I didn't, and uh, you know, I wrote it up. Like I felt like from a matchup standpoint, it, it kind of worked out for him, right? Front court oriented defensive team uh, against a back court oriented team who'd been playing some pretty good basketball. Uh, and no real defensive option for a guy like Kevin Durant. But no, I did not, unfortunately. And I will say, like this team, guys, uh, sorry, I woke up with some huskiness in my voice. It's getting worse. Um, when you look at them from where they have been, you know, since they fired Steve Nash, they are 20 and seven straight up. They are top five in offense and in defense. Wow. They have yeah. been playing incredible in both ends of the floor. You know, there was a great write up on ESPN analyzing Kevin Durant defensively, playing some of his best defense uh, in his career over the last few weeks. I, I think this team, and I actually had I talked about this on the podcast about three weeks ago, where it's just like, just quietly watch them and, and let's see how they're doing here moving forward. Ben Simmons looks like Ben Simmons. You mentioned KD in his MVP type season. Kyrie Irving starting to get more comfortable. They have a decent perimeter defender along with Simmons and Royce O'Neal. Like there's a lot to like about this team. And I think Jacques Vaughn's actually a really good head coach. And I think clearly he's at least hitting all of the right buttons at this point right now. And there's like this quiet kind of F you mentality about them, although they were like the drama, right? Like it was all brought on by them. It does seem that there is this quiet confidence with this team. And, and it's interesting, too, because it's not only them guys. The Philadelphia 76ers are starting to round into form. So Brooklyn and Philly, the two teams that we kind of put by the wayside right at the start of the year, we were all talking about Brooklyn, or excuse me, Boston and Milwaukee. These two teams are starting to become complete, and they're starting to play some really good basketball at this point. But I think Brooklyn's really dangerous if they're starting to round into form. Yeah, nice timing, too. Sixers playing well, and then the Harden report comes out, which is, right? uh, go back to, my God, go back to Houston. I, how concerned are you? It's a good story so far, but now the Knicks have dropped three in a row. Uh, now they're, they're going on the road. Are you concerned maybe a losing streak's coming with the Knicks? Yeah, I mean, I think, Paul, when you actually dove into the numbers, like it was pretty clear that the Knicks weren't that team defensively. One of the things that really stuck out when you looked at New York during that seven-game run, mm -hmm. uh, their defense was giving up way less than a point per possession, right? But if you actually looked into it, and this is one thing that I've talked to you guys about with the with the Knicks before, uh, opponents were shooting 29% from three. It's not going to sustain itself. They were shooting 27% on wide-open threes. So, like, that was going to be something that is going to regress. And sure enough, their last two opponents, guys, and I, this is up in the article, wrote about this today, 44.1% yeah. from beyond the arc. So, like, that was going to regress. I think, Paul, they're a good team. They should be a play-in team. It's what I kind of expected them to be coming into the year. So, I like, uh, am I concerned? Not entirely. I, I think they're just going to kind of round back into form, which is, like, about a 500 team that should be able to make it into the top 10, and we'll see what they do there. Let me tie this in with the two late games. So, Denver's laying three in Sacramento, and the Colts. Golden State is only four against Charlotte. These on-off numbers, Golden State is horrible without Curry. But the on-off, again, if Joker can go back to back to back, I mentioned this briefly before you came, about an hour ago, it's a 25-point swing here with Joker. They're scoring 122. Their offensive rating 122 when he's on the floor. When he's off the floor, it's 101. And then the defensive rating goes from 122 to 115. I mean, you're talking, look at the swing here. They're outscored by 14 points per 100 possessions with Joker off on the bench. And then when he's on the floor, you see one of the best teams in the league. It should be a one seed. Yep. And and here's the difference, right, between the last two years, because th those are splits that are kind of in line with what we've seen, right? Off off the court, they're, they have nothing without him. 
Paul, they could be the one seed this year. Right? Yes. Like that's the big yes. difference is not only now are the splits this dramatic, even now fully healthy, right? This was, hey, you know, once it gets everybody back, they're not going to no, know. Like everybody's back. This team is arguably deeper than they were last year, right? With their bench pieces and guys like KCP and Bruce Brown here. But th- that has not been the case. This team is relying on Nikola Jokic, and now they could be a number one overall seed in the Western Conference, and he's still putting up these incredible numbers for the Denver Nuggets. I, look, look, you guys know me. Analytics and numbers, I really like them. I think there's a lot to be said. But even if you just watch him, he's the best player on the court. And it's not even close when he's playing in some of these matchups. So I think it's a very realistic opportunity that he does this. Voters nowadays, because this matters, are becoming more analytically and data-driven. That really matters in the grand scheme of things. And if Curry, I think it's starting to kind of wane here a little bit, right? If Curry were to somehow come back soon and they were to really make a push for a top six seed in the West, then maybe he's got a shot because you mentioned, Paul, his on-court, off-court numbers are almost more dramatic for the Golden State Warriors as opposed to what Nikola Jokic is, but I don't know if he's going to be able to make it up. When you're looking around the landscape, Tatum's been great, and he is absolutely phenomenal, and if they win the one seed, they're probably going to, he's probably going to make a push for that, and he wants it. But I, I don't know how you're dismissing Nikola Jokic at this point. Can't do it. No, and no. I said earlier, you might disagree with this, you might have KD in the mix I said, uh, don't even make a case for any long shot right now to win the NBA MVP, right? I mean, it's Tatum, Luka, Giannis, or Joker, in my opinion. If you want to include KD, fine. Maybe MB to make it six. I think it's between one of those top four guys. I, I honestly think, Mitch, you can probably, I don't want to say take Giannis out, but I think he is at the bottom of the list if we're like ranking them. If you really look through his numbers compared to last year and the year before that, and you can make the argument he's gotten a little bit worse statistically, although he's been really good. But I, I think, KD, you mentioned it. If we're talking about a fringe guy, it's got to be Kevin Durant. I mean, we're talking about a dude, guys, over his last 13, 14 games now. He's shooting over 60% from the floor. He's been incredible. And those are not shots at the rim, right? Like, he's not a big. He's shooting an insane clip on the season, averaging 30, what is it, like 36 and 5 or whatever it is. This team could be a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. Like, I, I always wonder, Mitch, like, we had this conversation two years ago, right? where it was James Harden, and there were voters who were like, I'm never going to vote for James Harden because he left Houston the way that he did. I wonder what holds Kevin Durant back is those stodgy old voters who are going to be like, I'm not going to do this. He demanded a trade. He Mm -hmm. got Steve Nash fired. And if that ultimately holds him back. But if you remove the name, and you're saying that this is by far the best player on a team that's going to be a three-seed in the Eastern Conference or better potentially, I don't know how he's not a contender. I wrap it up here with uh, VEASAN's senior NBA betting analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel. He's on Twitter, at MeJVT. Again, you told me about 20 minutes ago that you have a uh, dark uh, dark horse candidate for the Sixth Man of the Year award in the NBA. I took a shot. I said maybe Bobby Portis. You said no, not Bobby Portis. Please do tell. Who is it? Okay, so this is a little off the wall, and uh, it's actually, I was looking around. I couldn't find him listed, and there's a good reason why, because he's been a starter so far. Um But if you look at the numbers, guys, over the last couple of weeks with Joel Embiid, James Harden and DeAnthony Melton in the starting lineup together, the the numbers are absolutely incredible. Right. And we're talking about a plus 18.7 net rating, uh, outscoring opponents by 18.7 points per 100 possessions and non-garbage time minutes an offensive rating, a 124, a defensive rating, a 105. So when you're looking at the way that Philadelphia has played lately, this lineup with those three, P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, it's been awesome. You get a really good balance of offense and defense. Neither side is really dropping off. It's an elite offense by every single stretch. So when Tyrese Maxey comes back and he's healthy, 
do they mix that? Do they mess that up? Do they put Tyrese Maxey back in the starting lineup? Do they take away a good perimeter defender and put DeAnthony Melton back on the bench? Or do they say, you know what, Tyrese, we've got a really good thing working here. You can still close out games, but we want you to come off the bench. And now all of a sudden, as you look, Tyrese Maxey with the way that he can score, he's a dynamo in transition. His offense is incredible. Does he all of a sudden become a six-man-of-the-year candidate? This is all speculation, right, just based on what we've seen from the Philadelphia 76ers. And there's a lot of NBA media members who are bringing this point up. I just wonder if Doc Rivers actually looks at this thing and goes, I have one of the most elite lineups in the NBA right in front of me. Why would I break that thing up with Tyrese Maxey coming back? Why not move him to being a sixth man? And all of a sudden, we have another six-man-of-the-year candidate. So we'll see what happens. Maxey's supposed to come back, I think it's Friday. So we'll see if he gets inserted in the starting lineup, Mitch. But I know you kind of like these off-the-wall like topics when it comes to some of these awards. If Maxie's going to be a six-man, he's going to be an awesome six-man. And he's going to be a really good bench scoring presence. And I, I think it would work really well for them. So I'm really interested to see what they do with him. But that was my off-the-wall candidate okay. for you. I, I don't see him right now listed at DraftKings. Have you noticed him anywhere at all? Uh, no, I haven't. That's why I was trying to look yeah, for okay. him because he's been starting the whole time. Right. So I'm, I'm going to try to dig and see or maybe talk to some people and see if he's going to get added somewhere. I don't know. But it, it, it makes sense, right? <laughs> but you, you'd also want a very long number on it, which I'm not sure we're going to get. And by the way, he hasn't played since uh, November 18th. But overall, if he would play the rest of the season, that'd still be enough games to win an award like that then. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And with his scoring numbers, like if he's the guy, right, that he has, he has been, I think it's re- it's very real. Okay. Noted. Thank you, pal. Noted. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you <laughs> can follow him on Twitter. Yeah. He's at me, JVT. Read him every single day, breaking down the NBA at vcin.com. Thanks, pal. We appreciate the time. Good luck. You got it, guys. Happy New Year. Yep. Thank same you. to you. You too. Here you go. The estimable Jonathan Von Tobel. Oh. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he is. I know him well, but. You know, took a shot at me early on. So, uh, in pocket plays, what we are betting this week coming up next year and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.